This message was recorded at the Creation Call Conference, Churches Facing the Environmental Crisis. Creation Call is an apostolic initiative of Christ Central. Christ Central is a family of churches served by an apostolic team led by Jeremy Simpkins. We work with over 275 churches in more than 25 nations and are part of the wider New Frontiers family. For more details about Christ Central, please visit ChristCentralChurches.org. Thank, thanks so much, Tim. And I uh, just want to say thank you uh, to you all uh, for your time. Uh, I'm going to be really brief, just five minutes, and then we're going to uh, end on time, hopefully. Uh, thank you so much to John and the Creation Cool team. You guys have done such a great job. And I think I said in one of the groups that I was in, uh, I feel a bit of a fraud being here because I don't feel I'm leading the way personally in this. Uh, I think, uh, you know, hats off to Jemima and uh, the great work that the Anglicans, our, our brothers and sisters there are doing. You, you're kind of leading us in so much. But I do feel that as a movement of churches, it's interesting talking to someone from other spheres of New Frontiers. It doesn't seem that other spheres are particularly leading the way in this. So I think what you guys are doing is spearheading something very prophetically for us as a family of churches within New Frontiers. Uh, and I do feel that uh, uh, God's doing something amongst us. So we just got to be aware of that and say thank you to you guys as prophets to a movement, uh, a group of churches. So I've just really got three things to say. And I didn't prepare this until I was listening to you guys uh, speak. And because uh, I think you, you, I want to respond prophetically to what you're saying. And uh, the three words I wrote down was heads, hearts and hands. And first of all, heads, I think we've got to keep proclaiming the biblical truth of God's heart for his creation, God's heart for his world. And it's a, a battle for those of us who preach, teach, communicate, that people have got to see this. It's, it's about our heads. People have got to understand it. They've got to see it. And the big picture, I love what Kenny started with in this sense of God's call to dominion, not oppression, but dominion to release the whole world, to bring the whole world into God's blessing. And of course, that is restored in Christ, our eschatology, our view of creation and the new creation must be caught up in this. In fact, I was just thinking of that famous quote by Martin Luther. If I knew the world was going to end tomorrow, I'd plant a tree today because there's something about what we do today that is going to have an eternal value. And what we are doing today, and again, I've quoted this before, but I'm going to quote it again because uh, I love N.T. Wright and all his works. He said this, he said this in terms of eschatology. He said, what we do in Christ by his spirit is not wasted in this world. Painting, preaching, singing, sowing, praying, teaching, building hospitals, digging wells, campaigning for justice, writing poems, caring for the needy, loving your neighbour as yourself, all these will last into God's future. So it's this sense of us getting a big picture and presenting a big picture. So those of you who are preachers and teachers and communicators of God's word, whether that's in a family, in a small group, in a community, or even in a church setting, let's keep raising this as an issue. Let's keep the big picture before people, that people can see this is a biblical mandate. It's not a little tack on. It's not a little add on. It's not a little side issue. As Kenny said, it's the gospel. And it's just interesting in one of our first groups, we were talking about 
gospel impact and being missional. And I think this is so prophetic. It's interesting. I grew up in the 1960s where questions of morality were the the order of the day. Is it right or wrong? And we talked a lot about sin and guilt and Jesus paying the price on a cross. And that's good. That's the gospel. It's right that we do that. I've just come back from the Middle East and my friends there talk a lot about honour and shame. Uh, It's not so much about guilt. The gospel there is about understanding that Jesus has taken our shame and he's taken it away and he gives us honour in Christ that we receive this honour as children of God. And uh, that's the gospel in life for them contextually. Now, I think in our 21st century in the Western world, this is an issue of brokenness. Uh, The world around is broken. Uh, The world around is crumbling. And actually, we've got a message of wholeness, a holistic gospel. We've got a message of Uh, God bringing reconciliation, yes, to communities, yes, to individuals, yes, to us and God, but also to us and creation. And I think that's a massive part of our message. So heads are really important that we keep lifting heads, lifting eyes, that people see this message and that they hear this message. Secondly, hearts. I think so many of you talked about prayer meetings and getting caught up in prayer. And this isn't just a campaigning issue that we win the battle of the mind it's also that we win the battle of the hearts and it's the holy spirit who's poured out into our hearts not just into our heads but into our hearts and i feel somehow we've got to keep an environment an atmosphere of the spirit where people hear this they understand it but they're moved in their hearts to obey it they're moved in their hearts to do something about it so for me Well done, those of you who are leading prayer meetings in this. Well done for those of you praying about this. This is an issue of heart. So we get hold of people's hearts. People understand, yes, in their heads, but also they're moved in their hearts by the Holy Spirit. We tend to think of the Holy Spirit, you know, coming on to convict of sin or the Holy Spirit moving us on mission. Well, the Holy Spirit is the great agent who created the world. And he's the great agent now who's moving us to this sense of the glory of God filling all the earth. And one of the ways he's doing that is through our understanding of the renewal of all creation and our care for creation and bringing God's love and light and blessing into all creation. So heads, hearts, and lastly, hands. We've got to do something about this. And you you might be like me, you get overwhelmed by a setting like this, you go, oh, my word, what on earth can I do? But what I've been moved today is from individual stories, whether it's Kenny in Northern Ireland, whether it's our friends in the Anglican Church, whether it's something that's happening in Leeds or Harrogate or whether it's something that's going on in a local church. God wants you to do something about this today. He wants you to your head to understand your heart to be moved and your hands to do something about it and I was just reminded of that famous story I think I first heard it from a preacher called CJ Mahaney from the Gospel Coalition and he said there was once a pastor walking along the beach and he saw thousands of starfish in fact tens of thousands of starfish that were just washed up onto the beach because of an environmental issue and one by one they were dying and uh, he turned to his friend and said look there's nothing we can do about this. There's thousands of these starfish. They're all dying. Uh, We can't do it. Nothing's going to make a difference. And his friend picked up one of the dying starfish and threw it back into the sea and said, I've made a difference to that one. And 
there are individual things that you can do in your family. There are individual things you can do in your community. There's individual things that you can do in your churches that will make a difference to that one, that will bring God's light and life and blessing to that one. We may not change the world, but we may change that one. And then lastly, just to say, as Christ Central Churches, if I can be a little introspective and bring in my friend Austin from uh, Zambia, I, I just feel prophetically God is saying to us as a movement, you can make a difference to that one. Internationally, we can do more together than we can on our own. And actually, if we all work together, we can do something quite amazing in Zambia. So as an international team, uh, we met with some people just this last week and we were talking about, can we laser-like pinpoint focus our attention internationally on one place in Africa and one nation in Zambia and in one town or village and make a massive difference in terms of farming, in terms of trees being planted, so that it becomes quite an example to the world. And sometimes God does that. He raises up an example of family and Abraham or a Moses or a Joshua or, jo or a Joseph. And I just wonder if he wants to raise up something in Zambia that the world can see and take notice. We recently built a school in one town in Zambia. This week, it had the top results of all the nation in that one school. And suddenly the nation's media are looking at their education. Now, could the nation's media, could the international media look in and say, wow, the church does care. The church is making an impact and it's making an impact specifically in this nation, in this city. So I want to end by saying thank you. John's asked me to pray as we go. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Uh, Lord, I pray for our heads to see, understand, preach, declare, see your big picture in this. I pray for our hearts to be moved by the Spirit as we pray. But most of all, Lord, I pray ultimately that our hands will find work of the Spirit to do in our families, in our communities, in our churches. And again, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Africa. Lord, we ask you that we could together make an impact in that nation, in those areas. We ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen.